Hello, I'm Dr. Shantae, and welcome to another season of Believing Bigger Podcast. Yes, I know I sound excited. I just drank a Red Bull because the recording of this. So by the time y'all hear this, Believers, you guys, are go it's going to be a few weeks out. But as of this date, it's like March 11th. Daylight savings time has snuck up and pimp slapped me. And I'm like trying to struggle to keep it together so I didn't have my Red Bull. But I am excited about pod class because I know that you guys have been asking for it. And I enjoy it and you enjoy it too. And these next few pod classes. So the next four episodes, y'all, are going to be pod classes. Hooray, hooray. Um, I'm excited about them. I really am because they're so necessary right now. And when God speaks, I listen and I give him give you guys what he told me to do. Um, another thing that's interesting about recording on this day is that, man, I started to look at the clock and I said, oh, it's March 11th. My birthday is in 30 days. I'm about to be 40, shorty. And you know, you start thinking about when you have those big birthdays, you know how we get, right? We start getting reflective and what have I done with my life? And am I where I thought I was going to be? And all of a sudden, the third. And when I, I look back over my life and I think things all over, let me stop. Um, I, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I have a testimony. But what I, I realized, I said, you know, at a certain age, you begin to face the reality of mortality. You know, you kind of feel like 40 is a given, but I may not get another 40. I may not. Tomorrow is not promised. And so when you start to think about the things in your life that really, really mattered and some of the things that, that we pursue and the platforms that we're trying to build, you know, I realize when I get to heaven, me and God are not going to have conversations about my blog. He's not concerned about that. We're not going to have conversations about the awards that I won for being the first black professor who this or or the first black professor who that. We're not going to have conversations about all of any of that. The only thing that, that God is going to be concerned about is what did you do for me? What did you do with your platform that made a difference in somebody's life and brought them closer to me? What did you do for the kingdom? And so I know that a lot of times when I say I appreciate your feedback, I really do, you know, I get these emails and these um, messages all the time saying, you know, Dr. Shantae, I, I read your book and it changed my life. Or I started listening to your podcast and it changed my life. And sometimes we hear that and we think, yeah, that's cool. That's cute. You know, but where's my check? When is Oprah going to call? And, and, and when is, is the big opportunity going to come in? And it's so funny that that's the way that we think about things when really the only thing that God cares about is the fact that those lives were changed. The, you know, we looking for checks, we looking for recognition, we looking for notoriety. And God is looking at the things that we glossing over like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 how many followers did I get today? And that sort of thing. So as I as I round up, as I become older and wiser, I want you guys to start thinking about really what is it that you're doing and all the things that you're doing. The Bible says in all you're getting get understanding. He said the principal thing is wisdom. So in, in all of your getting get understanding and start thinking about truly what is it that you're doing and how is your platform bringing people closer to their purpose, okay, to their God-given destiny and purpose. And so that's what I hope to do through this podcast, pod class. So today's episode is about deep water and it is coming from Luke chapter five, verses five through eight. And it says this, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, 
put out into deep water, or some versions say launch out into deep water, and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we have toiled all night and took in nothing. But at your word, or some versions say, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. And so what we're going to be talking about today is deep water. First, we're going to be talking about the shallow end. Then we're going to talk about the right bait. And lastly, deep waters. So let's get right into it. So let me tell you something. It's crowded at the shore, baby. <laughs> On the shallow end, okay, at the shore. Think about a beach, okay? Think about the beach. Anytime you've gone to the beach or anytime you've even seen the beach, okay? There's a lot of people on the shore. It's crowded on the shore, but when you look out to the deep, you don't see as many people. And so it's crowded at the shore. And when we're thinking about our platforms and our businesses, I want to tell you too many of us are fishing in shallow waters. Too many of us. Why? Because the shallow end is easily accessible. The shallow end is crowded and it's saturated. The shallow end still touches the shore, making it easy to return at the first sign of trouble. So, you know, you think about parents at the beach and they're trying to get their kids, you know, to get their little feet wet and things like that and give them their first taste of, of life in the beach and in the water and things like that. And on, on the shore, okay, close to the shore and on the shallow end, it's very easy that, you know, if the waves crash too hard or if things get a little too rocky to just quickly run back, okay, to safety, to safe shore at the first sign of trouble. That's why so many people like it in shallow water in the shallow end because if things get at a little too rough, it's easy to run back to your safety net, to your comfort zone. And shallow waters require very little exertion on our part. Anybody here know how to swim? You should, okay. I have a thing about black folks knowing how to swim. If nothing else, you better know how to float, tread water, okay, till help come, okay, like just hold on. But some folks get in there, you know, you worried about your hair and whatnot, you better get with the change in times, okay. But shallow water requires very little exertion on your part. You know, at the shallow end, all you got to do is step in. And the water just kind of, you know, flaps around you, you know, but, but it, you don't have to do a whole lot when you're in the shallow part of the water. And for that reason, even though it's easy and it's convenient and it's accessible, but when you're trying to build a business and you're trying to build a platform, believe you me, frustration is going to be inevitable. As evidenced by the disciples who said, Lord, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Some of y'all have been all month, no clients. You done been all year, no money. You done been, you know, six months working on the same project. And, and the thing is, is that because it's so saturated, you're fishing out of waters that people have already fished out of. There's too many people doing the same things. It's too many people giving the bare minimum. And so as a result, your cash flow is minimal. You don't have enough to sustain, so you keep running back to shallow waters looking for, for quick cash or, or you keep reposting your flyers. And especially in social media, too many people are pretending to be doing something, popping, oh, I got it going on, when they ain't doing nothing. They ain't making no money. I mean, your pictures look cute, but in real life, for real, for real, you're not making money like that, okay? And we all know that to be true. And so when you are in the shallow end, frustration is inevitable. Those things are going to happen. Also at the shallow end, people are following trends, following instead of leading. 
I knew it. I knew it when it happened. Okay, one of these days I'm going to preach from the book of Black Panther, but we're not doing that today. But I knew Wakanda fever was going to hit. And how many of y'all ever since that movie came out and seen sweatshirts, T-shirts, pins, Wakanda weddings, Wakanda cotton candy? I mean, you know, you name it. We're going we gonna to latch on to merchandise like, oh, that's hot right now. So we latch on to trends, okay? And, and, and I'm not mad at you. You know, seize on, on, the, on the moment, okay? Go ahead and maximize the moment and, and for all it's worth. But we're following trends instead of setting trends. We're following instead of leading, which means we're chasing short-term money money instead of developing long-term strategy. We booking clients instead of looking for investors. And that's a totally different approach. You know, when you're trying to get $50, when you're trying to get $75, when you're just trying to get something real quick versus investors, because the word investors scares us. Investors, when somebody puts some real money in you, when somebody puts some six-figure money behind you, all you thinking in your mind is, oh, how am I going to pay that back? Oh, how am I going to pay that back? But if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Okay, now, if you out there doing some stuff on your own and you shucking and jiving, then, yeah, I would be nervous, too. But if this is something that God has called you to, then you don't need to worry, okay? If you have a sound strategy, if you've built a good team, if you are following good business doctrine, okay? In the shallow end, people are afraid to fail, and so they don't try. They don't, they don't reach that high. They just kind of fish from those waters. And they're afraid to make short-term sacrifices for long-term gain. Y'all have heard that phrase, it's chess, not checkers? Yeah, it's chess, not checkers, okay? I am, I am a, a classic example of the long game, okay? Women in general, okay, so fellas, not, not to, to knock you, okay? But the statistics have shown the reason why there's so many more women who have advanced degrees or, or stay in school and graduate more so than men is because women are long-term investors. They're like, okay, I see the potential of what this is going to be, you know, four or five years down the road, and they're willing to put in the time and stay in the gap and discipline in trenches, and they do that. And in the long run, do they make more money? Yes. Do they have bigger salaries? Yes. Am I saying that college is the end-all, be-all? No. <laughs> no, I am not, okay? Hence the reason I still have multiple streams of revenue coming in because college is not the end all be all. But I say that to say that it's a mentality that says that even though I cannot see it right now, I'm putting forth the effort knowing that in three years, in four years, in 10 years, that this will yield a bumper crop. Remember, we have the wealth series. There's a difference between investing and spending, okay, because when you're investing, you don't intend to see that money for a very long time. But sometimes when we're in the shallow end, we get impatient and we just want now money now, now money now, and we're not willing to wait till we get the yield. Interestingly, uh, did anybody listen to Jay-Z's album, the, the most recent album, you know, the, the 444 album? And he talks about uh, how when he first came into the game, you know, it was about cars and big body engines and all this, that, and the third. And he said there's some property in Dumbo, New York, that he could have purchased with that same money. And now that same property is worth 10 times what it was back when he had the money. He said, so guess who I'm feeling? Dumbo. He said, I'm feeling like a dummy because that's that shallow end thinking. I want to be popping. I want likes. I want people to, to be on social media like, oh, girl, where you get them shoes from? That's shallow end thinking. Today we're talking about deep waters. So if you want to go into deep waters, that transitions us into the right bait.
Brothers and sisters, you will not attract life-changing opportunities fishing in the shallow end. You heard me? You're not going to attract those types of life-changing opportunities fishing in the shallow end. And so Jesus said, launch your nets out into the deep. Launch your nets out into the deep. Do you know how to pitch corporations so that you're not blogging for free? Do you know how to do that? If you don't, you need to learn how to do that. That's a long-term strategy. That, that will yield bigger dividends in the long run than just trying to throw something up there. Now, if you do it, and now if you're blogging because you need a mental release or because you, know, you just want to have a, a creative outlet and, and you're really not concerned about monetizing, then okay, I'm not talking about you. But if you're doing like all this blogging and all of this posting and you're not getting paid for it, but you know that there's money out there to be paid for it, ask yourself, what's the missing piece here? And do you know how to pitch corporations so that you're not doing these things for free? Do you know how to create predictable revenue streams so that you can have time and money freedom? Now, I say all the time, I say, hey, I don't, I don't get paid to podcast. I don't have sponsors for this podcast. But the majority of the clients that I attract for coaching are podcast listeners. So through my podcast, I've created a predictable revenue stream so that I'm not out there hustling every month trying to get this, that, and the third. I created a system where I get paid all year through one podcast that I do for free for six months because that's a strategy. That's a long-term approach. Jesus met the needs of his disciples so that he could recruit them. So he came to fishermen. So this was their livelihood. This is how they fed their families. This is the way that they made money. This is the way that they were able to sustain their life and, and build a family sustaining wage. And so he met them right at the heart of their livelihood and frustration. Sometimes you do go out there and you catch nothing. Sometimes, you know, you're an Uber driver and ain't nobody needing a ride. Okay. You know, sometimes you do some things and, and, and it's feast or famine. Okay. Some days are really good and some days are not. And so he came to them on one of those days where the fish just were not biting. And so he came to them and he met their need so much so in such a convincing fashion that they decided, you know what? I'm going to stick with you. You know what you're talking about. And so when you're thinking about how you're struggling by yourself or if you're struggling by yourself, what are you doing to build your team through meeting their needs? Nobody thinks about that. You know, a lot of times, because I've, I've had this conversation, I said, sometimes I really hate to look at my phone or I hate to answer my phone or when I see a text message, you know, because nine times out of 10, can you? Where you at? I need you to. What you doing? Because I, I was wondering if you, can you, will you, I want you to. It, it, nine times out of ten, there's some sort of request attached to that phone. You know, what happened to the good old days? Hey, how you doing? I'm just checking on you. Somebody actually did that to me the other day. Actually, some of the, the, the experts that are in the documentary that I produced, and they called and they were like, we got passes because I'm having a, a, a friends and family screening because I can't screen it publicly right now for festival reasons so I can have a, a small one. And they was like, we got our passes and we so excited. And I was kind of like, uh-huh. Like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm like, where's the request? And he said, are you, are you still asleep? Are you okay? I said, no. I, I'm like, you just called to encourage me? They're like, yeah. I said, oh, I didn't even know how to take that. I said, I'm so not used to getting those types of phone calls. Like, where they do that at? Because literally almost every time somebody calls me, it is there's a request. But when you're talking about meeting the needs of other people, now we're talking about a whole different ball game. A lot of times the people that help me 
um, do this podcast or, or help me do the work that I do, they want to help me, one, because they want to see me succeed, but because I've helped them in some way, because I've built a team through meeting the needs of other people, which brings us to obedience matters. So let me tell you this. Your talent alone is not going to take you into deep waters. It's just not going to, because think how many talented people you know that are struggling. Think how many talented people you know that are struggling. Continually raising your prices is not going to take you in, into deep waters. It's not a sustainable strategy. Okay, so I know makeup artists and stylists and things like that, they just, I'm going up on my prices. I'm going up on my prices. I'm like, okay, you're going to price yourself out of the market. Like that, that only lasts so long. Okay, so that's not a sustainable strategy. In order for you to fish in deep waters, it requires faith, number one. You need to go for the opportunities that you don't think that you're qualified to get because guess what? It's not about your qualification. God didn't choose you because you were qualified, okay? He equips the, he equips the called. God, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. So who do you really want to work with? A lot, of people, a lot of people say things like, you know, I want to work for Diddy. And you know what? I got a lot of respect for Diddy. But y'all better go back and watch some of them episodes of Making the Band. Okay, you, you'll be walking to Junior's for some cheesecake that he don't even eat just to see, you know, if you got the discipline to do it. Diddy is, Diddy, Diddy is something else. Diddy is savage. Okay, like, don't think that he's not. But the thing is, you know, Diddy is hiring right now. Combs Enterprises, he's hiring right now. You know, but, but Diddy has this thing. He said, are you hungry? You want to eat? He said, who came here to eat? Who, who, who came here to eat? And what he tries to do, one of the reasons why he's so, what's the word I want to use? Why he's such a dominant personality. Let's use that. One of the reasons why he's such a dominant personality, especially with people that, that are up and coming, he said, I'm trying to prepare you for what this industry is. He said, it's cutthroat out here. It's dog eat dog out here. People don't care about you or your kids out here. You know, you got to come up and you got to show up and you got to produce at top level day in and day out. And I'm gonna tell you something, you can't produce top level day in and day out fishing in no shallow waters. It's not even just your talent, it's the mentality. You have to walk in there and say, I'm ready to play at that level. So for those of you that did see Black Panther, just out of show of hands, how many of y'all saw that movie? You saw it, because if you didn't, we can't be friends. It's one person in here that didn't see it. I'm gonna slide you a movie pass because I'm gonna make you go see it. But the thing is, is that one of the, the breakout stars from that movie, Winston Duke, who played M'Baku, okay, M'Baku, when they interviewed him, he said, I felt like I deserved to be there. You know, he didn't feel like, oh, they took old little old me or, or they just, I'm just so gracious. And, and, you know, and even though he is gracious, but he said, I felt like I deserved this opportunity. I worked hard for this. I'm a talented individual. You know, like confidence matters. It's a mentality. So it's not just about your talent, but what is your mentality for these opportunities? Do you think you can do it? People say things like, oh, I want to put on events like the Vanity Fair, Oscar after party and things like that. You need to have a, a mentality going into that sort of thing, okay, where things that you would let slide now in, sh in shallow waters things that you would let slip through your fingertips now in shallow waters well that's all right well you can you know you, can, you I'll work with you and mm -mm. not at that level they don't mess around at that level and sometimes that's one of the reasons why we don't go out into deep waters because we got that shucking and jiving mentality well 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 no you have to step up ready to play ball because all you have in any industry is your name and you have to be willing to back it up and, and be able to deliver what you say you can do. It also requires obedience. They said, look, we ain't no part-time fishermen. <laughs> we ain't new to this. We do this. this. This is what we do for a living. Nevertheless, Lord, at your word, we're going to go back out there and launch out into the deep. So I say that to say, now don't just go out there willy-nilly.
You better pray about that thing. Listening to Dr. Shantae, now I'm all in debt. Mm-mm. You better, you better pray about that thing and go where God takes you to go. Because, and you know what? You know when it's you and you know when it's God. You know, when it flows, it's God. When it's forced, you know it's you. And you're trying to jimmy the lock open and things like that. Like, I'm coming through because I didn't decreed and declared. Okay, well, if God ain't decreed and declared, you can go all you want to and, and get yourself in some mess. So it, it requires obedience. But please know this, your talent has a higher purpose. Whatever your talent is, you have a higher purpose. These were fishermen by trade, but they used those skills because God said, now I will make you fishers of men. They were able to use those skills to recruit others, to draw other people to Christ. And so I say that to say one of the reasons why you need to launch out into the deep is because your talent, your platform, whatever it is, has the ability to draw somebody closer to the Lord. So you think, hmm, fishermen evangelist. I'm not seeing the connection. You don't have to see the connection because God saw the connection. Okay. He was able to take something and make it so relevant to them. He said, I can use your skill set to draw others closer to me. Whatever your skill set is, he can use it to draw others closer to God, but you have to be willing to do that. Which brings us to deep waters. So wave goodbye to the crowd. All right. When you transition yourself into deep water, you don't concern yourself about what's on the shore. Think about that. I want you to think about in your mind's eye. Anybody here ever been on a cruise? I did one time and it was carnival and I hated it. Sorry, carnival, if you're listening, but I did. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll never do another cruise again. They was like, mm -mm, you can't do carnival. You got to do Royal Caribbean or, or Norwegian or things like that. So we'll see. Okay, we'll see. But when you think about it, if you think about people or even back in the days, oh, I'm dating myself. Y'all remember the love boat? Okay, so at the love boat, okay, soon we'll be making another run. The love boat um, at the shore, at the port, at the dock of the bay, right? There's all kinds of people, all kinds of people. It's crowded. People are coming and going, wishing loved ones goodbye and all that other type of stuff. It's real crowded. But when you get out there in the deep water, they're not there anymore. You're not even concerned about what's back at the shore. You know when they say it's lonely at the top? It is, okay, because it's so crowded in, in the shallow end. It's so crowded at the shore. But when you get out in the deep waters, the things that tick you off right now, the things you're mad about right now, when you get to a certain level, you, that stuff don't even concern you because the stuff you're mad about right now is happening on the shallow end. The stuff that ticks you off right now is happening at the shallow end. You know, now you get mad like, oh, she copied off of me. I had a such and such and now she want to have a such and such. I had cupcakes in conversation. Now she want to have cupcakes conversation and couture. It was, yeah, I did all of that for, when you get out in the deep water, baby, bag, you ain't concerned. You be like, okay. Some, some woman, I can't think of her name, but it was, a, um, she just did her maternity shoot and did it just like Beyonce. You think Beyonce sitting at home like, now see, now see, I did it first. Beyonce like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm just counting coins. That's at, at, at this level, I, I can't even get mad about that basic type of stuff. So it's not just a, a mentality, but <laughs> when you are, are in certain waters, you don't have the capacity to entertain foolishness at the shore. You just don't. So you have fewer distractions because what you have to manage in deep water is so massive that you just don't have time to concern yourself with that basic BS. You have better opportunities. Now on the shore, the fish are small, but when you start doing some deep sea fishing, that's where the big fish are.
So ask yourself, how do I want to spend my time? Do I want to spend my time on the shallow end, hustling, bustling, elbowing and nudging, trying to get, you know, fishing out of these fished out waters, these saturated waters? Or do I want to say, OK, it's going to take me longer to get there. It's going to cost me a little bit more to get out there. But when I get out there, the kind of fish I'm about to attract. Psh, oh, my goodness. Plenty. Why do you think I why do you think that I go so hard in the paint over content creation? I've been preaching content creation forever. Why do I'm uh, creating the kind of content? Because I want Netflix type money. <laughs> I want centric type money. I want own type money. I don't I don't. And, and I want to be able to do that so that I can can help the masses. But I don't have to tax the masses by charging them what I know I'm worth. Netflix can afford me. So I'd rather go out there. Does it take longer? Yes. Does it require more? Yes. But the payoff is so tremendous. So y'all just continue to pray on that project, which brings me to pray about everything. So when you go into deep water, you have less competition because most people are not willing to venture out that far. You know, a lot of people that's talking about God this and won't he will and won't he do it and hey, 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 don't believe. Because I told you, your actions always betray your beliefs. And the scripture said, when they launched out into the deep, their nets overflowed so much so that they had to call other ships. And so I want you to think about that. Remember when they said we toiled all night and we caught nothing? When they obeyed Jesus, they went out there and they caught so much fish. And the, the fish were so big that their nets started to break that they started to call on people who didn't have nothing and say, hey, we need some help. Can you can you come help me, you know, get, get some of this in the boat and y'all take some, too, because when you launch out into the deep, you don't mind sharing because everybody winning at that point in the shallow end. We living in scarcity in the shallow end. We trying to make a dollar out of 15 cent at the shallow end. Mm -mm, I got my one fish. Let me take it and run with my crumbs in the corner. But when you launch out into the deep, you be like, hey, look, I got so many opportunities right now. I can't even take them all. Hey, sis. You still doing so-and-so? Hey, sis, you still looking for clients? Hey, sis, you, you still looking for trying to get your foot in the door? Hey, sis, you don't mind doing that because everybody's winning. You don't mind sharing, but when you at the shallow end, you living in scarcity. So in deep waters, you have more than you know even what to do with. So what I want you guys to do, believers, is I want you to identify the deep water for your calling, for your industry, for your passion. What does deep water look like for you? What does that look like for you? And no, it's not going to come easy and no, it's not going to come overnight, but it's worth it. It's worth the pursuit. So think about ask yourself these questions. What are you afraid to do? Who are you afraid to reach out to? Who do you want to work with that you think that you're not worthy enough to work with? What do you not know how to do that you need to learn how to do or bring somebody on your team to help you with it? And what are you willing to leave behind so that you can do it? The Bible says that when Jesus called them, they forsook all. Oh, no. I can't give up my crumbs in the corner. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> you know, here's what I don't want. You know, of course, I want when I get to heaven, you know, for God to say, well done, good and faithful servant. But what I don't want to see is all the opportunities I miss holding on to some BS holding on to some crumbs, clutching on to the shallow end. And think about it, because I'm a visual learner. Y'all seen kids, little kids that's kind of scared of the water and how they be, they'll, they'll, they might put their head in, you know, and, and, and come up and then just looking for a towel. Like, where's the towel? Where's the towel? Where's, where's the edge? Where's the edge? Like, woo, woo. Because they so scared that they're going to drown. 
And as a parent or as a grown up or whatever, you sit up there like you you are really doing the most right now. Like, I got you. I'm not going to let you drown. I'm not going to let you fall. I mean, give me a break. And that's how God is kind of looking at us, you know, like, okay, you scared to get out there, but I got you. I'm not going to lead you someplace and, and leave you out there hanging. Okay, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. So think about what are you reading versus what are you watching? Because there's a lot more to be gained by reading than there is by watching. Even though I have a deep abiding love, a good relationship with Netflix, we we have a healthy respect for one another. I pay the bill. They give me content, you know, like it's a healthy, strong relationship. But at the same time, now when I kind of approach Netflix, I kind of look at it like, OK, what what are, what kind of content are they picking up? What's the caliber of the content that they're picking up? So I know how to position myself to make a pitch. That's how I'm looking at con uh, Netflix nowadays. What are you writing? Don't get me wrong. Social media posts are cute, but I'm talking about long form content screenplays, works of art, okay, long form content. What are you creating? Who are you building relationships with? You're talking about going out into the deep. You can't take nobody that's scared. You can't take nobody that's scared out in the deep water. You know somebody, you know what they say? If you find yourself in a situation where, you know, you, you feel yourself drowning and, and, and somebody's coming to help you, sometimes they have to knock that person out because they're so scared and just flapping all over the place like look we both gonna drown messing around with you so sometimes when they get to them they knock them out immediately just so that they can <laughs> drag them back to shore you can't take nobody that's scared so if you're gonna go out there make sure you go on somebody that's ready and our last slide yes i'm putting dame dash and jay-z on the same slide i know they don't get along i know they got beef but they both have valid points relevant to the the podcast today so i was watching a clip from dame dash the other day and he says whenever you create a film or a book or a song that's property that's real estate, and you need to get paid every time that property is used. Jay-Z said, black people drive culture and we just giving it away. We just giving it away. You write a book and you be like, all right, your trunk full of them, and you just passing them out like leaflets. Like, wait a minute, okay, can, can we talk to a publisher? Did you even try to sit down with a publisher? Did you even try to broker a deal? Did you even try to discuss royalties? Did you even try? You wrote a song, you composed music, you got beats. Did you even, hey man, hey man, here, here, just take it, just take it, just listen to it. Oh, you could use this on your radio station, or you could use this here. Did you even try to get paid? Did you try? You, you did a film, oh, I just want people to see it, and you know, I just want it to be a blessing, and that, that's cool. And that's cool, I'm not knocking ministry at all, if that's what your intention is. But guess what? Kirk Franklin get paid. Israel Hewton is paid. Joel Osteen, he's paid. And I ain't going to talk about him because I know a lot of y'all love him. Bless the Lord. Okay. But they paid. Dave Ramsey, rich. Every time they do something, they don't speak nowhere and they don't get paid. They don't perform nowhere and they don't get paid. You don't play their song nowhere and they don't get paid. Warner Brothers and Facebook have to come to terms before they can play the catalog. Facebook just inked the deal to be able to play Prince's music on Facebook. Whenever you create something, you ought to get paid. That is a deep water mentality. And the thing is, it's not that you do things just for money. You do things for, you know, the love and for the artist so you can meet the masses. But that don't mean that you don't need to eat. So on the shallow end, part of the reason why you're hungry is because you're giving away just about everything that you catch and create. We can't do that. 
And the thing is, and the people that you want to charge can't afford to pay you. Deep waters, y'all. Deep waters. Deep waters, meaning you need to be going out and trying to broker deals with people who got deep pockets. How many of y'all have seen a movie that just was garbage? I mean, it was a flop. You was like, oh, that's two hours. I would just never get back, right? You know, now that I've, I've made a film, now I know how much films cost. Millions of dollars into something that was pretty much a straight-to-DVD type of, of, of thing. And you know what Hollywood thinks about that money? Pfft. Oh, well, it's a tax write-off. $35 million. Oh, well, it's a tax write-off. What? Because they got it like that. Them the type of people you need to be with. Those are the types of people that you need to be trying to attract and, and, and to build with. And the thing is, you know, as, as much as we talk about Hollywood, them the ones that, that, that really need to know the Lord. Okay, go, go out into that darkness and be a light. Not to say that everybody in Hollywood is dark, but you know that there's a lot of things going on in that industry. We hear about molestation and, and people that have been abused and assaulted and the things that they have to do to get roles and things like that and how it has just tormented them for years. So there's a lot going on there and they need light. So launch out in the deep waters, y'all so that you can not only be obedient, but it's just a reflection of your faith in God that you believe that God can take you to those levels. So now here's my favorite part of pod class, where you guys get to contribute, where I get to hear what your biggest takeaway was. So my biggest takeaway for me was the, is the separation. I, and as far as my business right now, I am in that transition from the shallow end to the deep end. And uh, especially over, over the time of working on a project uh, in the past, it really showed and solidified that I can do this. But it's it's funny how you got to have that moment to really understand your worth and talent. Because if you're around a small group or on the shallow end, you're not going to really see that you are a deep end swimmer and a deep end fisher. But once you do something on the small end, and you know if I can handle this on the small end, or I could definitely do this on the deep end. So it's now time for me to progress my thinking into a deep fisherman to mentality. So uh, definitely hearing this and knowing where I'm at right now and hearing that deep water, oh yeah, I'm called to the deep. You know, a wise woman once told me, when your world is small, your dreams are small. One of the things that, that really kind of emboldened me into th doing this type of work is I went to a women's conference four or five years ago, and that was the first time I saw a black female millionaire like in real life, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's a unicorn, but she wasn't the only one. There were several of them. And I'm like, what are they doing this at? Where, where have I been? Like, I just didn't even realize that that was possible, okay, to achieve success on that level because I didn't know nothing about that life. And ever since then, you know, not that my goal has been to be a quote unquote millionaire, but it's just like, I'm done playing small. I am done playing small. I have amazing potential, I said, to reach a lot of people. And I tell you guys this testimony all the time. My podcast is about to be three years old. So thank y'all <laughs> for hanging in here for three years. I appreciate you. But three years ago, I didn't know nothing about no podcasting, post-production, all the technical, this and I didn't know none of that. None of that. And just about everybody that's helping me right now do anything in my platform right now came from my podcast, Obedience. Launch out in the deep water. I didn't know nothing about it, but God blessed. So if you guys have comments, takeaways, holler at your girl at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter, on Instagram, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believing Bigger with Dr. Shante. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to follow Dr. Shante, 
You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Shantae Says. 